Welcome to the first of many in a series of Fortinet 5G Security Talks podcasts. Listen in to learn more about the importance of security and 5G adoption. So I'm Jessica Richo, Vertical Marketing Manager here at Fortinet, and I'm really honored to have as our guest today, Mr. Ronan Spirer, who is our CSP Solutions Marketing Director. And what we're going to cover today uh, during today's episode is the growing need for security in 5G. So hello, Ronan, and really welcome and thank you for joining our podcast today. Hi, Jessica. I, Hi. Uh, thank you very much. It's great being here. And, you know, I look forward to a long and, and, and productive and fruitful series of, of um, uh, podcasts. Yes, because honestly, I'm really eager to pick your brain today because I'm sure our listeners are going to come away from this episode, hopefully, with a much clearer picture, you know, of the role and the importance of security in 5G. And I was wondering, Ronan, if you agree with me that, you know, 5G has been a particularly hot topic this past year. Uh, there's been significant debates around it. I mean, you know, I think we can consider it to some extent a polarizing topic. So with this being said, you know, lots of countries are rolling out their 5G networks and with good reason, right? Because obviously 5G is considered a game changer with respect to 4G within the market and also with certain industries. So the first question to you is how so? You know, what does uh, 5G, 5G bring to the table over 4G? Uh, how do these technologies differ from each other? And just basically, what does 5G bring to different stakeholders? Well, um, you know, these are all very good points and uh, we can spend hours on that. So let me try and be, you know, very, very precise and, and to the point, um, you know, 5G really breaks away from 4G in previous mobile generation. And, and a lot of people are talking about not an evolution, but of a revolution that 5G brings compared to other mobile generation. Um, but, you know, if, if I try to summarize, um, I think that, you know, there are three main aspects where 5G really breaks away from 4G. And, and, and these aspects are really interdependent. So they're, they, they, each one of them um, correlates and influences um, the other aspect. So I think that the first one is, of course, the most basic and fundamental one. That's the technology aspect. Because after all, 5G you know, and, and mobile network operators that deliver 5G networks and services you know, are based on, on the 5G technology and standards. And, you know, the 5G technology br breaks away from, from, from the, the tradition that we've seen so far in mobile networks. And that tradition was all around, you know, relatively gradual evolution um, from mobile generation to the other. Um, by, and and, and that, that evolution, that, that breakaway, that almost revolution is really uh, possible by uh, 5G um, taking the time and effort to redefine the, the foundation, the technology foundation of the mobile network and the mobile services. Now, this redefinition uh, was really required to enable 5G and, of course, the mobile network operators, um, you know, to support and drive the ongoing digital transformation that, you know, businesses, consumers, societies as whole are undertaking. So, so technology is, 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 is the foundational change that, that is, is behind the revolutionary aspects of, of 5G. Now, you know, to, to enable that, um, to enable all that flexibility and, and game-changing capabilities of 5G, 
Uh, you know, 5G is now founded on a, a programmable network infrastructure um, that extends all the way end to end from the radio access network to the 5G core. Um, you know, and this is really achieved by the deployment of um, what we all know, cloud-based, distributed, and open infrastructure um, that can deliver the, the level of, 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 of scalability, performance, um, agility, flexibility, and customization that is required. And that was, frankly, not possible with, with previous mobile generation. Um, so part of that is the, you know, most of the legacy and proprietary nature of previous mobile networks, such as, you know, the use of specific uh, uh, um, protocols and interfaces that only existed in the mobile world is now replaced by, you know, common IT protocols. Um, you know, common APIs and, and other mechanisms, um, other IT mechanisms and hyperscalability mechanisms to facilitate and to encourage um, the creation of not just the 5G network and services, but a whole 5G ecosystem that enables innovation, um, enables new use cases, and, and really delivers new value. So that's one very, very important aspect. With that aspect, with that revolution in technology comes a change in the customers. Um, you know, 4G in previous um, generation uh, were mostly limited to just mobility, right? Um, a connectivity service, a mobile connectivity service, a pipe to something else, um, to the internet, to over-the-top providers, um, to content. But it was really a pipe connecting the mobile device to something else. Um, so there was very, very little value provided beyond connectivity. So 4G and previous mobile generation, m and also therefore provided value, but that was relatively low value. The result was, you know, and first of all, that enterprises, you know, regarding mobility are just a way to connect their mobile employees, okay, and maybe do some more, but very, very limited. Um, and it also meant that, you know, the value um, and therefore, the revenue that could be generated or the growth that could be generated from the mobile network operator perspective was really, really relatively limited. Now, 5G changes that, potentially changes that, because it brings new capabilities um, that enable mobility providers to deliver real customized mobile connectivity. And on top of that, you know, value-added services that go well beyond just, just mobile connectivity. And enterprise are looking to 5G technologies and services um, and really want to harness them um, at, at, because it really has the potential to enable you know, uh, and facilitate new products, uh, new services, new use cases, you know, innovation, efficiency, uh, things like you know, greater safety um, in production for, for example, you know, greater automation for Industry 4.0. You know, improve uh, proactive maintenance and so on and so on and so much more. It really delivers capabilities that, you know, they're not available either in wired networks or Wi-Fi networks. And it can do so locally and on a national and global scales. The third aspect that I want to talk about is growth and really ties to the customers that now 5G can address. Um, again, in 4G and previous mobile generation, you know, revenues were heavily dependent on you know, the, the amount of SIMs that I sell as a mobile network operator and the packages that goes with them, okay. um, which, again, 
it's really the lowest value, um, you know, lowest service dominator, common service dominator for, for, for any mobility provider, which created a lot of competition, um, price war competition, uh, led to, to growth stagnation and low margins. By using 5G capabilities and ecosystem to provide you know, these business vertical use cases, MNO can now deliver high-value services that go beyond cellular connectivity that can help create first competitive threshold, okay, competitive differentiation, allow them to gain more market share, enter new market verticals, and drive growth. So thank you so much, Ronan, uh, for clarifying all that. And um, I actually found you brought up quite a few interesting points there, um, in particular with regards to 5G enabling innovation and driving value for the different stakeholders. And also it being such a departure from, uh, from 4G from a tech and business perspective. So basically, you know, with 5G instigating all of these changes, uh, so you mentioned the use of cloud. You mentioned also the use of uh, it use, uh, 5G using standard IT protocols. You also talked about how it creates uh, new use cases for customers or how it drives growth or can be considered a revenue generator uh, for the mobile network uh, operators. Basically, what are the implications, what are the impacts of these changes on security? Um. That's 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 a very interesting question, and and it's interesting because because if you if you put that question to different players stakeholders in the overall five G ecosystem, um, you're probably going to get different answers. Um, but and and you know and you and you mentioned you mentioned you know that that you know five G is 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 really breaking away as I said from from four G. I think it's important first of all to understand that you know. Um, there is a very interesting impact of 5G on 4G. First of all, we need to understand 4G and 5G will coexist for many years to come in different regions, and, and, and there are many different reasons for that. Um, but what also has happened, which is very interesting, is that the work on 5G has actually created a gravitational effect on 4G and actually elevated 4G you know, services and, and, and the value that can, it can provide. And, and we, 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 we ended up, we are ending up, which, which are very... In, in, in a very good situation where, um, you know, 4G networks, you know, 4G technologies are changing, are evolving, while in parallel, you know, new 5G networks and services are being introduced. Um, so uh, we, we see that evolution both in 4G and 5G, and therefore there is an impact on security both in 4G and 5G. In 5G. Some of them are, you know, we can categorize as, 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 as common impacts. Some are, are very different. Uh, impact, but I will specifically touch on on five G. Um, you know, and and if we if we if we look at five G, um, we see two two big impacts. One is from the technology change that five G brings along, and the other one from the the ability to have you know new type of use cases um, and drive new new type of businesses. Um, so, from a technology perspective, you know, there are different impacts on security um, and and. I think I'll cover about four very briefly. One is the first one is is of course the fact that now we use, you know, cloud technologies um, and in in architecture, um, you know, throughout the five G infrastructure from 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 the, you know from the base station from the radio access network through the core and through the 
um, you know, ad sites. Um, and this is done again to achieve that that great agility and scalability and efficiency and customization that we want and are so important to to 5G being able to offer new services and new, new use cases. So, of course, security must be adopted to integrate in that new technology and new environment. Um, so here we're talking about the integration of security, of hybrid security ecosystem into the 5G infrastructure that will include virtual network functions, um, um, containerized network functions, and, and physical network functions. <clears throat> and these need to be embedded with the virtual infrastructure and the management and orchestration overlay um, you know, to make sure that the network is available and the service, uh, the service uh, availability and continuity is assured. Um, that's one aspect. Second aspect is as we now use common IT protocols and interfaces in the 5G infrastructure, for example, such as HTTP and, and API calls, and you take that and you combine that with the open and distributed nature of 5G, and you get that um, you get that results where you know 5G now becomes an easier even more effect, attractive target for threat actors, right? Because now I use, you know, I use cloud infrastructure, I use IT protocols, and, and these are all very, very familiar to threat actors. Um, so the implication is that, you know, 5G attack surface is potentially significantly expanded and it becomes potentially easier to attack both from an infrastructure perspective, the network perspective, but also the services that it provides. Now, the third point is, you know, if if I'm an, a mobile network operator and I want to use 5G to deliver, you know, high value, high revenue, high margin services, you know, I need to rely on an ecosystem of partners um, that will allow me to um, utilize, you know, applications, different tools, different technology, different technologies to to drive industrial use cases, drive different industry vertical use cases, okay, and value. Um, now, when you build that ecosystem um, and, and when you deliver services that are based on that ecosystem, what you get is you get complexity and you also get less control of the trustworthiness of all the components that exist in such an ecosystem, of all the partners and vendors that exist in just an ecosystem, okay? So it is imperative you know, the appropriate security visibility. I need to know what is happening from a security perspective, right? But also security control is put into place to protect that ecosystem and the overall 5G infrastructure to protect itself from different attacks, but also from errors that can arise due to the complexity of such an ecosystem and have a negative effect on the 5G services and network. And then the last point I want to mention is is hyper. You know, five G is is great, and everybody talks about you know it's it's hyper scalable. It's 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 hyper fast, ex- hyper performance, extremely you know ultra low latency. Um, and 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 it, and it's true. And and these are really the foundational capabilities that will drive five G adoption, and and are really the foundations that allow these new use cases in, in business verticals. Um, so it's crucial that whatever security mechanisms and solutions are put into place, you know, it doesn't hinder these capabilities. So it will support that hyperscalability, that hyperperformance, that ultra-low latency that is so important to 5G. 
So <clears throat> that was a snapshot of the technology impact on security. Now, the, the use case and the business impact on security um, really relates to, you know, the criticality of 5G. Um, yes, it applies to, you know, different industry, different vertical use case um, from one point. And the other point is the ability to, for mobile network operators to actually use 5G as a vehicle to monetize security. So, you know, with the gradual adoption of 5G in business verticals, which will happen shortly, you know, the criticality of 5G services um, will grow for these enterprises, for these industry verticals. Therefore, they will require some security, some you know, tougher security KPIs as part of the service, as part of the use case. This is something, of course, that you know, um, MNOs need to provide, and it's the security, the security infrastructure that they will put in place that will allow to provide these KPIs, to meet these KPIs. Um, and then, you know, with that comes the opportunity for MNOs to monetize the security that they've already invested in by actually delivering managed security services as part of their, you know, enterprise vertical 5G services in use case. For example, if I provide, let's just say, you know, a private network, a private 5G network, a non-public 5G network to, to a manufacturing plant, right? Um, yeah. I can do that, but I can also now say, you know what, I can also secure that environment. I can secure the plant. I can secure your IoT infrastructure. I can secure your operational technology from risks and attacks. And that is a significant competitive differentiation, but also, you know, a revenue generator. Okay, so... I mean, thanks a lot for breaking that down for us. But what I have my trouble, what I have trouble wrapping my head around is that. So you've just proved, you've just confirmed that there is indeed a significant impact to security. Okay, but I've read, or and, and it's been said, it's known that 5G is the most secure mobile generation so far. Okay, so if we base ourselves on that premise that 5G has been engineered with security you know, intrinsically built into it, doesn't this mean that the security implications you just, just talked about are accounted for? Like, do we need more security or additional security? Yeah, that, uh, if, in fact, again, it's, it's, if, if you look at, if you, if you look at, if you read the press, um, mm. uh, there's, a, you, you find, you find, you, you ne I never saw, you know, a popular press article that actually said that 5G is safe. Uh, or safer than previous mobile generation. It always says, oh, it, it, it has potentially a lot of risks. And, and, and you're right, you know, 5G is indeed the most natively secure mobile generation to date. Um, the question is, the question is, is it enough? Is it enough with all the changes that, we've, that, 5, that 5G brings to bear, right? Um, the new technology, the fact that it's distributed, the fact that it's going to be uh, an easier target for 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 attackers. The fact that now it's going to to be a critical resource for 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 vertical infrastructure for for critical infrastructure and so on and so forth. And, and, and forth. So the question is, is it enough? So I believe that the answer is is no. It's not enough. Um, and that's because of some of the reasons that I've just come come to mention, right? Um, but you know what we did is just to make sure that we're not crazy at Fortinet, we just went out and and asked you know different five G uh, ecosystem stakeholders and asked their opinion. Um, so in twenty twenty, we did a survey with Etsy and Telecom TV around um, security uh, enabling five G adoption in in business verticals. And, and you know the results of you know 
very, very clear, I think, and, and supportive of what I've just mentioned. So um, let me give you some numbers um, and, 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 and hope that that will make, make our audience understand why, you know, you need more security than the native security the 5G delivers. First of all, yeah. there is this common understanding that, you know, security is key for, or I would say that, you know, the business verticals are key to drive ARPU and growth for mobile network operators and security plays a major part of that. So, for example, almost 90% of respondents consider it likely that ARPU from businesses will grow with 5G compared to 4G. And 61% tie this ARPU growth in providing services that go beyond just the 5G connectivity. So go beyond just, yeah, I can have, I can provide you now, you know, a fatter pipe, you know, um, and, and, and a much more scalable pipe in, in a ultra low uh, um, um, delay pipe. Now, 90%, almost 90% of responses say that, you know, the MNO security capabilities are either critical very important to be successful in vertical industry use case, right? So vertical industry use cases are key to drive revenue, but security is very, is either critical or very important. Now, more than 80%, and that's very important, consider native 5G security features as important, but only as a baseline for the security needed to serve the 5G business market. And... So, so, so we're seeing that, you know, the industry itself understands that although 5G is natively more secure than previous mobile generation, it's not enough. If you want to address the business market, you need to provide additional layers of security um, in order to be able to reap the potential fruits that, that go with, with 5G for these verticals. Now, another interesting data point arising from the survey is that you know, 54% of respondents believe that, um, you know, very much like cloud providers, um, believe that operators should offer shared responsibility model, right? Um, you know, but, but they all, um, you know, all, almost all the ones that support this approach believe that, you know, it should be offered as an option alongside the alternative of a comprehensive full stack end-to-end security. So you have that you have that confirmation that 5G is secured, but the security built in is not enough. You need more than that. And really where you see the you know the questions mark and the uncertainty is is how do I do that? Do I do that for example as in 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 you know as, as a shared responsibility model where some of the security responsibilities is lied on the customer and others and, and they have the option to purchase more security or does the MNO provides the end-to-end security stack. Um, but again, we see that, you know, although 5G is secure, you know, you need to have additional security on top of that. Indeed. And, and I see that, you know, the respondents of the survey have clearly spoken and, and it drives the point home, as you said, that additional security is required. So, you know, before we take uh, this first episode to a close, Ronan, if you can just in a few words, really sim- uh, simply define um, the role of security in 5G uh, networks and services for our listeners. Yeah, thank you, Jessica. So really to be shortened to the point, if you look at the previous mobile generation, security, when it was implemented, was all about 
protecting the network itself, creating a world, a walled garden around the core of the network, right? And that was done by securing all external exposure points, you know, the internet, the connectivity to the internet, the connectivity to the roaming partners, to the radio access network, and, um, you know, external partners and so on and so forth. That was done so, you know, the network will continue to, you know, to, to ensure the availability and continuity of the network. Now, this is, of course, also valid to 5G. Of course, with the you know, appropriate change and modification that has to go into the fact that now we need to integrate that infrastructure, secu- that security infrastructure into the, you know, the 5G technologies in architectures. But this is where the similarities end because with 5G, you know, there is much more security that had to be put in place, you know, mainly due to the fact that 5G opens, you know, the business segment mm. um, for the MNO to provide services that go beyond cellular connectivity and they will be critical to, 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 to these verticals. So security in 5G have three main goals. One is to protect the mobile infrastructure from attacks to ensure the service continuity and availability. And this is, as I mentioned, similar to what security did for previous mobile generation. But on top of that, security now should protect the overall 5G ecosystem and the different industry vertical use cases that are going to appear in order to meet the specific security requirements that are specific to these use cases and verticals. And the third and the second point uh, that goes beyond just protecting the mobile infrastructure is the fact that now security infrastructure can now be monetized and generate revenue and value via managed security services as part of 5G services and use cases. So, you know, security can, must, and and should be an enabler for 5G adoption and and for MNO's ability to compete and, you know, to generate high 5G value um, and overall growth. Very well summarized, uh, Ronan. And Honestly, I want to thank you so much for your time today. Uh, It's been insightful. It's been an interesting conversation. I find that not only did we learn uh, how 5G has evolved, again, from a technological and business perspective, but also, you know, I see that there's an evolution from a security perspective and and the critical role that security plays uh, in 5G. So to all our listeners out there, hope you enjoyed this very first episode and please stay tuned for new episodes from the Fortinet 5G Security Talks podcast. Thank you, Jessica.